Okay, so we've been talking about family traditions that we had growing up and mealtimes and because and, uh, of research that they really are important and we've had both uh, things happen and both stories. You know, some people had a lot of good memories from that. Some had kind of bad memories, honestly. And so where are you guys? And you know, what was it like growing up? Did, were there family traditions around mealtimes that you had? And I'll start with you, Zach. Go okay. ahead. That's right. Yeah. Uh, at home, at our immediate family, there, there really wasn't. My my parents were so involved in church, and, uh, uh, and my dad also owned a business, so it seemed like every night we were running somewhere. They were so involved with church. Yeah, I mean, that's the sad thing. Is they, 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 had, they were example. so over-programmed yeah, yeah. that every night had something. Great, okay. And so it was kind of like grab something. But we did, we did and actually still do to this day, uh, my grandma, um, once a week or month, um, would bring everybody, cousins, uh, aunts, uncles together, and we'd eat over there. and. That's still, we just did that actually Saturday. Oh, okay. So, so that's still going on. Still so goes on, some of yeah. us have that. You said yeah. you have someone in the family that makes these larger things yeah, happen. Draws, Amanda, what about together. you? What, um, we did not have family dinners. Didn't have family uh, no, dinners. We really didn't. Have, I mean, I don't remember a lot of my childhood, but the, the memories that I do have, um, all of them aren't good. So okay. yeah. the memories that I have, uh, they weren't ever around the dinner table. Yeah. So. Well, and, and, I, and I think that's really important. I think it's going to come up in, in, the, in the different groups we're doing, and it's very important that it comes up because family in the Bible is supposed to be this positive metaphor, mm -hmm. but it's not for everybody. It's kind of like Father God is a positive mm -hmm. metaphor, but that's not true for everybody in their experience, even though in the ideal it is supposed to be because I know your family now right. that you're raising, uh, that's become a positive thing. And, and, and Andy, I, I know you enough to know that you had some pretty good positive, you know, family meal kind of stuff. Tell us about your uh, family traditions or family um, connections. Yeah, well, a little bit like Zach, mom and dad were highly involved in church, so the doors were open, mm. we were there. Okay. But we had family meals. Yeah. Um, um, if we were home, we had we sat around the table and had a meal together. Mm. Um, I think I probably take it for granted because it was just what we did. Um, so I didn't you, know you, families yeah. didn't do that. So okay, we, so you thought everybody did yeah, that. No, I, yeah. I heard, is this true or not that you, you if you serve tacos or whatever, your, your mom would have you wear yeah. sombreros or well, well, yeah, really there happened? was those crazy times every once okay. in a while. Yeah, it was every yeah. once in a while. They went like every. Yeah, you didn't have to dress. Or, yeah, okay, we, so we do things. But really, if it was a special like event, you'd, you'd eat Mexican food <laughs> sure. and have to dress yeah. Mexican. If mom whatever. knew it was your favorite yeah. and it was your birthday, right. then you she did it up big. Okay, so, yeah. so it, was, yeah. it was a great idea. It was a great idea. Yeah. So talk about your families now. Are you making some attempts to, especially you, Amanda, like are kind of those correctives you didn't yeah. have that growing up so what are you yeah. doing now yeah for us we have family dinners most nights um it's odd for us to not eat together um and because the kids are home with me all the time we eat most meals together around the table now you do um, have six children that needs yes. to be noted so mm -hmm. what's that like i mean is it just it's chaos crazy. all the time and everybody's yeah. talking over one another do you try to let people take turns yes because there's six kids um we actually do a thing where we call it our we call it our happies and our sads right. and that gives everyone an opportunity to talk okay. and you have to respect everyone around the table because right. it is crazy it's loud and so whenever it is burke's time to talk then no one else can talk right. and we've we've kind of had to put in some different rules like you can only have one happy or you can only have one <laughs> sad because they will want to talk the entire time oh okay so, are yeah. they different from one another like some want to share oh, like four and the other yes, one wants to share absolutely. none yes it, like it works the, okay. the teenager is like i don't yeah. want to talk <laughs> <laughs> and then the younger kids are like okay sure yeah there's probably and zach you know you've tried to 
You know, yeah, we uh, we have three kids. I almost forgot Jude. Uh, we have a, a seven-month-old. He doesn't eat a, he doesn't eat a lot months. yet. It takes a long yeah, time right. to adjust to know you. There's another yeah. one there. Yeah. Uh, so we, when we're home, we try to always eat around the table. And uh, we do the same kind of thing with highs and lows. And then we get super cheesy sometimes and, like, tell me one thing you love about your brother uh, and do that kind of stuff. But it's just like this. Okay, that is a, cheesy. How do they respond? I mean, is... Oh, man, my, so Bo is seven, and my second oldest is four. And when Bo says something he loves about Nash, who's my four-year-old, he, like, lights up. And he's like, I can't believe you think I'm funny. Like, it's, it's actually very, uh, a really cool time for my four-year-old. I don't think Bo cares about it, <laughs> what Nash thinks of him. Okay, but for him, the younger one then. But for okay. him, it's like, it, it's amazing. And so, um, so we love that part uh, yeah. of it. That's a good idea. That's a good idea to you know think about for you know parents. Just kind of try that with your children. Yeah. See how that goes. But usually they don't go idyllically like that. Just right. to, no, know, so I you mean, may try this and it may. Yeah, uh, that's uh, like one for five on dinners that that we make it to that point. Most of the time it's okay. like, stop, do this. You know. Yeah. Oh, okay. But we yeah, try yeah. to like it, it's a it's a place to actually stop. Yeah. And be still together for a moment, which is not doesn't happen very often. So yeah. right now, Andy, are you guys and your family wearing sombreros now, or do you do you? Do I haven't you done sombreros, no, okay. no. But I mean, I have a uh, almost sixteen year old and a ten year old, and if you just ask, "How was your day?" you get nothing. Right. And so we do try to mix it up a little bit. Like, what did you learn today that you didn't know yesterday, or right. what made you smile today? Um, so, and they, I have found that if I ask questions like that. They'll say, ask some more, Mom. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So it's so, sort of a good question. Yeah. So that does bring up something just around the dinner table. What have you found besides, you know, maybe uh, what do you love about your brother? Are there questions that you've asked that have elicited kind of almost surprising responses that took it to another level? Have you ever had one of those? Oh, yeah. Jeff and I, we will randomly ask, like, what's your favorite thing about Mom? What's your favorite thing about Dad? What's what's something that you would like to see change in our family? I um, mean, give questions like that and give them opportunity to have a voice. Because I think so much, especially the littles, they don't think that they have a voice and that they matter, but they do. And so we try to give them, and just like Andy said, we try to spur on those things and make them think, cre like to be able to think a little bit deeper. And so spurring that on, like what's something that you would like to see change in our family or even in a person, just kind of like Zach said, what's the favorite thing about, mm -hmm. you know, a sibling um, that can really right, yeah. dig deep into them. And that, that does dig to the, to the metaphor of church because mm -hmm. the, the art of a good question can elicit those kinds of things. So I, I do want to shift over to that. Like uh, as we challenge people to be in groups, be in teams, uh, talk about a little bit about your experiences with that. With uh, you know, did you have that time when you showed up for the first time um, at a group and felt awkward or felt welcomed or any of that kind of thing? I'll start with you, Zach, again. Yeah. Just uh, so it, it, the first time I was ever not either growing up where my parents were in a church um, or on staff at a church was in Nashville, and so groups and all that had just always been natural and normal to us, so I didn't expect anything to be weird. But when we were strangers in a church, first time trying to connect, and we actually got on this, um, got in a small group, we would put ourselves out there, and um, they're like, okay, just go to this house, and they're going to grill out and stuff. I remember walking in, ringing the doorbell. I remember sitting in the, in the driveway like, Sure, you don't want to bail on this. this, is, this is weird. <laughs> and uh, and then going in, and it it, it was really it was really awkward for us. You're supposed to say it wasn't know, awkward know, at all. Was, that way, it, people it out was. there are just like, hey, you know, that's that's great. I want to do that. But it was totally awkward. It was and totally you, you awkward did, for uh, us. Did you go back? 
We did go back. Uh, there was a lot of awkward things about that particular group. <laughs> it's called it's Nashville. I mean, I think that's like two of us that's didn't have kids, and the thing that they decided to study was parenting. And uh, so we did. We hung for as long as we could, and then we um, disappeared. You could have made up stuff to say, you know, <laughs> and act like you're a parent. Yeah. Just kind of started throwing out all this advice and everything. So, right. so you had an awkward. T- have you ever been able to settle into a non-awkward yes. uh, group uh, yeah. experience, yeah, especially now in your own life? Yeah, and yep. as a pastor, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, I think the yeah. answer for Stacey, yes. Yeah, no, right. no, I have. We uh, have done a number of groups now that um, that have been have been great experiences. That was just the the first time that we were strangers trying to connect, and uh, and it was it was strange for us. Well, staying with that, do you have any advice for people who, who don't feel connected and they're thinking about stepping into that? I mean, put yourself in their shoes. Any any words of insight that? You could offer. I mean, more of the things that uh, I would challenge. I guess uh, uh, people that are strangers uh, trying to connect, and just leaders within the church. It would have been so much better had we known someone and went with them to a group. Uh, you know, if we'd have done dinner with somebody first, like met somebody, right, okay. said, "Hey, let's go, let's hang out, let's eat dinner, let's get coffee," okay. uh, something like that. But but instead, we had not met anybody in those couple months that we were there, so we were total strangers. That's a good word. The so. leaders out there, you know, you don't want you know, someone signing a clipboard and then showing yeah. up at an address because uh, that would be awkward for everybody. What about you guys? Did you, you remember that first group experience, good, bad, indifferent, you know, that kind of stuff? Yeah, I, um, I've been in several groups, and I've seen both sides um, right. to, with the awkward and someone sitting up there leading with their book, and everyone's just kind of staring at that person, and no one speaks. Um, but I've also been in a group Does that where here at one no, no, I'm, kidding. I'm not going to. Okay. Yeah. Just, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've also been in a group where when we've gone out to dinner and around a table, it's and you just kind of let your guard down and right. and it's just been we've connected so well. We've traveled. I've been in a group where we've traveled together or we're at each other's kids' birthday parties right. and it was just um, yeah we just connected well in those environments. Um, so I've kind of seen both sides of it. Yeah, and, and do you have like any advice for people who are thinking about, okay, I want to step out. I've never done this group thing at all before. What would you, what would you say just based on your own experience? Oh, well, I would say that the group that I, we've most connected with, we did know ahead of time. Like we knew they were our friends and we decided that, Hey, you guys, let's, let's start a group and let's do life together. So you guys actually started it and just, oh, okay. Yeah. And, then, and then kind of walked it yeah. out together. Yeah, and, but yeah. invited people into that too as well yeah. that we became friends with and grew close to. Right. So um, that would be, you know, if you know someone, you know, get started Yeah, that there's way. a little bit of a chicken egg thing that goes on there. If you're a stranger and you're walking in, yeah. I got to figure out how to know somebody. So that would be for our leaders. But I also think that. getting out of the living room kind of, environment at first when you're starting a group or when you're starting to connect go you know play putt-putt together or go yeah, to yeah, dinner so, together so, so don't know. have the guy sitting there with yeah. his book and asking <laughs> questions like i am right now uh, <laughs> just saying hey you know, okay yeah. uh amanda you know first first experience you, yeah, you remember that is that burned in your brain now in like first experience but we have been in so many groups and we've led a lot of groups also and i would say as far as we've had great experiences really i would say most of our group experiences have been amazing and really have we've built like lifelong friends but i would say um, i think zach and andy have a lot of great input on knowing someone but the reality of it is is there's people walking in these doors that 
don't know anyone. And so to those people, I would say it's okay to not know anyone and it's okay to be brave. And that those leaders that have those people that come in, just make them feel welcome, ask good questions, and um, be willing to kind of go through those hard times where you do. You kind of have to ask just not awkward questions, but you have to be willing to get to know someone and be more, it'd be more important that you learn about them than they, they learn about you. Yeah. That well, makes sense. That does yeah. make a lot of sense.